0: Welcome back to Tales of a Hair Transplant and more. I'm your host, Tara Marie.
1: And I'm your co-host, Ellen T. Listen along as the next chapters unfold welcome back hi everyone how's it going
0: good how are you
1: busy running i started this crossfit journey again oh you know i crossfit because i talk about it. i think that's what you're supposed to do if you do that
0: what talk about <laughs> talk it? talk about it oh. i don't know that's what they say oh you're braver than me that's for sure uh, so
1: yeah so that's been fun i feel like i'm gonna die um <laughs> but i'm here
0: today so looking hot yeah <laughs> i don't know about that <laughs> hopefully soon uh, well, we're real excited today. We've got a patient testimonial. Yeah, very special guest today. Yeah. Ellen, let's hear introduce.
1: Yay. So, with us today is my little sister, Stephanie. She's going to tell us about her journey with her brows. Hi, Steph. Hi, guys. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? Good. Actually, I heard how you were, so. Oh, <laughs> well, that's how I am. Did you do CrossFit today? I
0: didn't either. Okay.
1: Nice.
2: Um
1: well, how are you feeling in the facial region? Good.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: You had a
0: little
2: lips done yesterday. Uh definitely not as big as some of the
0: people I've seen on the next day, but doing good. How you feeling Fine. Good. I was
1: wondering if it was going to be hard for you to chat today, so I thought I would ask, but they look so good.
0: Yeah, and you sound totally normal. Yeah,
1: way better than me. My lips get like you saw. I had to send her a picture because she was scared, and I'm like, oh, no, don't be scared. Let me send you a picture. Fine. (laughs) (laughs) She said, okay, I feel fine now so cool well welcome thanks so much for taking time and joining us i think it's really nice to have actual uh testimonials of people that have gone through it for everybody to hear so
0: let's jump in thank you so much for sharing yeah well stephanie maybe you can start and just tell us how your eyebrows were like growing up as a kid and were they always thin or kind of how did you ever decide that you wanted to do something with your eyebrows sure so
2: I had calyx on both of the edges of my eyebrows, and I asked if it was actually okay to say this because it's kind of funny and embarrassing at the same time. But I used to get called Spock by my siblings. Sorry. One sibling on this call right now. Um,
1: I boy, I don't uh, think it was me. I'm pretty sure it was
2: the other siblings. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. And I had a short haircut, and the neighbor boy called me Steveny, So. Oh. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> My eyebrows were always really thin on the ends uh, because of the colics the hair grew upwards instead of like a regular shape that an eyebrow would grow. Um, so I always had pretty thick eyebrows at the front towards my nose and then really thin and sparse and funky looking on the ends uh, forever. So. I've always been extremely, extremely self-conscious about them. Um, when I was pregnant with my daughter, like, that's the only thing I thought about. It's like, oh, my God, what if she gets my eyebrows? <laughs> Thankfully, <laughs> she did not get my eyebrows. Their Hers are perfect. So, um, but, yeah, so I was always pretty self-conscious about that growing up. Um, then you go through, like, your teenage years, and you take them all off, and they get even more thin because... You know, I was a teenager in the 2000s when it, really thin eyebrows were super, super popular. Um, so, plus,
0: plus, you're yeah, pretty blonde too, ten. right? What? Like, your hair is pretty blonde too, right?
2: Yeah, my eyebrows aren't super dark, but they're not, like, super light either. Okay. Um, But it just, they were just thin and sparse. So, I ended up actually doing microblading, tell us us a little bit about
1: that like what did research did you do how did you find the person Mm -hmm. what did that look like yeah so
2: I actually had a hairstylist who her uh ex-husband actually did hers and she was like oh I totally would recommend you know doing this it was great I didn't go to her ex-husband but she had a few people that she recommended um and so I started exploring and kind of looking online, trying to find reviews. When I had it done, it was not popular like it is now. Um, it was actually really hard to find any reputable people in the Seattle area that did it. Because, um, I mean, it was probably nine years ago. okay, Maybe more when I had it done. So um, definitely not as popular as it is now. Um, mm-hmm. It was pretty expensive i don't remember what i paid but i feel like it's definitely a lot cheaper now than it was when i got it done initially um and i mean it was good it it didn't last there's still kind of like a little bit of a shadow i think i was under the impression that it would be permanent like a tattoo because i have lots of tattoos but um but yeah it, it faded pretty quick
1: how, um, how did you find, like, when you did find your person, what kind of credentials or training, was there anything like that that they went over, a consultation? What did that look like?
2: Yeah, they did. I don't remember.
1: Okay. <laughs> I
2: okay. Yeah, how it was times? a long time ago. Um, <laughs> She just had a lot of, she had a lot of, like, education. Um, okay. And she was very, like, highly rated. uh, And she was, like, I know this sounds weird. Like one of the only people that I found that didn't do it out of their house that actually had like a, a studio. studio that they did it out of. Which maybe that's all mental, but it made me feel more comfortable going to an actual like place of business rather than yeah. just somebody's basement.
1: That that <laughs> so, makes sense. And uh, did you have it done more than once, or did you only have it done that one time?
2: no i only had it done that one time um i could have gone and had it touched up um but actually so this is great because i think i had it done seven years ago or eight years ago because i ended up missing my appointment then um Mm -hmm. rescheduling it and then i found out i was pregnant and you can't do it when you're pregnant she wouldn't do it when I was pregnant so yeah. I ended up just never going back Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah and it kind of faded pretty bad um but yeah
1: when it faded what did the color fade to was it like on the yeah,
2: it's gonna sound weird almost like a grayish yellow okay. it like had a very gray hue to it mm-hmm. but it was also kind of yellowy
1: Okay, and so what made you decide to actually do permanent hair restoration instead of going back and having more of the microblading done?
2: Well, um, my sister convinced me to do the perfect hair <laughs> restoration. You're um, welcome. Thank you. No, uh, so obviously, um, you guys work in the hair restoration business and, um, just like hearing you guys talk about it and it being a permanent solution, like in my mind, I thought microblading was going to be more permanent than it was within six months. It had already faded a ton.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: And it was kind of painful, to be honest, not like super bad, but, um, you know, they're scraping a little razor across your eyebrow for however long. Um, (laughs) So it just seemed like a better choice for kind of what I wanted. I wanted a permanent, something permanent. So, yeah, that's why.
0: Can you tell us a little bit more about the day of the procedure or how you felt leading up to it? And was it was the day what you thought it would be like?
2: Yeah, so the day of the procedure uh, was really good. Uh, I went there, everybody was super nice. Um, made me feel really comfortable. Obviously, when the doctor was putting on the eyebrows with the bright black or dark black, um, eyeliner pen a little (laughs) bit unnerving seeing how big and dark they were but obviously that is you know a stencil so I think that was the only (laughs) part that was like oh my gosh what am I doing um but I have a pretty high pain tolerance so they numbed me up pretty good. I didn't really feel anything. Um and yeah it was it was a lot kind of once it started going through it was a lot easier than I think I was expecting.
0: Do you remember how long your day was there?
2: I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Probably like five Yeah, maybe. Yeah,
2: but... it, was a, it was a good chunk of the day, yeah.
0: And then you had mentioned that you have tattoos. Do you feel like recovery was similar to caring for a tattoo as far as aftercare? Or can you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Oh, yeah. Aftercare was easy. It definitely was very similar to, um, to a tattoo. You know, you keep it, you know lubricated I guess I don't know what you use um (laughs) (laughs) or something
1: okay Uh, (laughs) what are we talking about oh sorry continue (laughs) um
2: anyway yeah you just keep it you know from getting all weird and crusty and gross and um you know it healed really well it was really funny though uh I don't think my husband realized really what I was doing when I (laughs) went into (laughs) doing um and when I came home, he was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Did you swell up much? Uh, just a little.
0: <laughs> no,
2: I swelled up really bad. My eyes, like, were so swollen. They are almost swollen closed. But after, like, one day, a lot of that went down. Um, and they had – the doctor had really good, like, aftercare instructions to, like, help with bruising and all of that. Um and you know gave me medicine to help with you know pain and all of that so um it was yeah it wasn't bad at all but it was pretty funny seeing my husband's reaction because (laughs) he was like
0: what did you do (laughs) do you remember when you got your sutures taken out I do. Yeah, I almost passed out.
1: <laughs> that was really funny. Tara and I were there for that moment.
2: I was taken
0: aback. So,
2: mm-hmm. Let me just say, I don't know what it is about that because I had to have a mole removed on my leg, and um, I had have my husband take the sutures out of that, and I almost passed out when he did that too. So <laughs> I don't. It's just something about sutures, I guess. I don't know.
0: Yeah, just the feeling of it or something. So yeah, I, I did not like that. Tell us about your eyebrows now.
2: They're good. Um, It's so nice
0: to not have
2: to like, like sometimes I still will fill in with a little powder, but um, for the most part, like I don't have to do anything with my eyebrows. And before I most definitely had to use a pencil or something to fill in the ends because they looked almost bare. Um, So the only thing is, You guys weren't kidding when you said you actually are going to have to trim your eyebrows a lot. I was like, oh, it's not going to be that big of a deal. Uh, <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: I could have bangs from my eyes if I wanted. Uh, the hair definitely grows long <laughs> on your eyebrows.
0: so. How often do you have to trim them, would you say?
2: trim them every couple days so every like four or five days usually like on Sundays getting ready for the week try and do a good trim it's pretty (laughs) easy I just take a little comb and brush them up trim them down any wonky hairs that decide they want to go in a different direction I just train them um but yeah it's I don't know it's worth the maintenance to do that over what you know having just kind of makeup on before and like going swimming and having them rub off or sweating and having it rub off so yeah
1: definitely worth it to me did doctor fix the spock brow like did he change the direction or do you still have those and just
2: trim them uh i have them and i just trim them he didn't like actually change the hair direction okay um but you can't really see them because of how he layered the
0: hairs on yeah Mm -hmm. i haven't Um, ever
1: noticed them again
0: overwhelmed it Yeah. yeah So, when they were growing yeah. out, did you have to use any products like eyebrow wax or any kind of a thing to train them?
2: I did get some eyebrow gel, and I actually use a little eyebrow wax now, but they kind of just train themselves a little bit. I got a couple hairs that like to like get a little bit weird, and it's more like not that they grow in a weird direction; it's that like they start to get long, and you can kind of see that it's like. Folding? I don't know how to explain it, but um, the hair gets long, and it gets a little wispy in the wind, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, gotta comb those bad boys down or trim them, but for the most part, yeah, they just kind of set in place now. Um, I will say there was, I think, maybe two hairs that, um, so I actually have uh, get electrolysis done as well, and I actually had the lady um the two hairs that I didn't like that were like kind of going in a weird direction up right at the top. I had her take those guys out and they haven't grown back. So, um, yeah. You're
1: kind of high maintenance.
2: I'm not though. <laughs> I'm
1: like just, at kidding. All. <laughs> just She kidding. looked good. I do, mm-hmm. I do recommend
2: electrolysis. I I've had a really good, uh, we can have a conversation about that at a later day if you'd like, but, um, yeah, yeah. it's,
1: Have you done laser hair removal or just electrolysis? Or is that the same thing?
2: What? Have I done what?
1: Is laser hair removal and electrolysis the same thing?
2: Or is it different? Well, I mean, no, it's different. Uh, My hair is very light. Mm -hmm. So laser hair doesn't, like, you run the risk of it not
0: working. working, uh, Okay.
2: As well, because it's meant to target darker hairs. Again, I've never done it, so maybe it would work, but the electrolysis they literally take a little needle put it in the hair follicle zap it and the hair comes out and you have to go like i've been going for like a year and a half every 6 weeks or so um 5 weeks and to get like i'm doing my underarms so uh. um yeah to get those just like cleared out and Probably in the year and a half. She told me it was probably going to take a little over two years to get everything to go away completely. Um,
0: wow! And
2: we're yeah, in October, it'll be two years. So um, that's a commitment like 75% there.
1: Did I ever tell you the story of when Joanne bought? So Joanne, our other sister, bought the electrolysis machine. I think at Rite Aid and (laughs) and practiced on me.
0: This does not sound good. (laughs) That
1: sounds healthy. Oh yeah, it was a needle, uh, and she stuck it in my arm, and she zapped me, and I have like a couple scars all over my arm from it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Don't recommend. So go to a professional.
2: My hair color is why I chose that path as opposed to doing. laser i wasn't sense. sure i will say you have to be prepared because it takes a long freaking time um they're doing one hair follicle at a time and what looks like a little amount of um hair is
0: a, a lot, lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah
2: wow uh, i can't even imagine what people like how long it takes people to actually like do their legs or something
0: no Cause,
2: Like, I've been working on Maripus for whatever,
0: forever. Are you getting ready for something special? You're all jazzed up. No. I work
2: (laughs) from home. (laughs) I actually never leave my house, so nope, not doing anything special. I'm taking you
0: on vacation.
1: No, I know why she's doing it. Why? When John Mayer finds her, she has to be prepared for her. John Mayer,
2: prepared for John Mayer.
1: If you're listening,
0: we have your future wife.
1: Yep, she's ready (laughs) and she's gonna be slick as a whistle. (laughs) What is it called?
0: (laughs) Slick as a whistle. What's the saying?
1: I don't know. know. You know what I mean. Oh man. Anyways, anything else? Would you recommend having this procedure done?
0: Yeah, any. Yes,
2: I would say, um, obviously. Think about why you're doing it. Um, maybe it's not for everyone, but if you're looking for a permanent, you know, solution to thin or wispy or whatever eyebrows definitely is something to consider. Um, I would I would definitely do it again. I would never do microblading again though.
1: Okay. Good to that's, know yeah, the blast between the two. Plug. So awesome well thank you so much for hanging with us
0: Mm -hmm. you're
1: welcome sorry i called you spock (laughs) i forgive you okay thank you (laughs) all right right, love you sister love you guys bye bye Bye. thanks stephanie
0: well ellen i'm really glad you have brave family members (laughs) yeah
1: until it comes to the suture part (laughs) i know i'll (laughs) never forget that i'm
0: like i can help you and then all of a sudden she's about on the ground i'm like oh god Yeah, yeah, I think some people just aren't meant for that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel really bad for for making fun of her too and giving her a complex to her life. Yeah, that's super mean. <laughs> no, that's a family's for. She's fine.
0: Yeah, make and her we stronger. hooked her up, you know, and she got good eyebrows now. Yeah,
1: so she's fine. Anyways, thank you, Steph. We really appreciate your story. I know that a lot of people call in not knowing which direction mm-hmm. they should go. I actually had a lady say that if she would have known about the
0: restoration.
1: Yeah, before she totally would have gone that path because her eyebrows were starting to scar. The color wasn't going on as well. She's just having um, a lot of issues. So if you're trying to make a decision one way or the other, you might want to consider that. And you can't do it forever. So, But the eyebrows, restoration, permanent, and it will be forever.
0: Absolutely. Well, that was really cool that she could share her story. So...
1: All right. Well, I hope you guys learned something, enjoyed it. Go find us. Tales of a hair transplant. Mm-hmm. Instagram. Yep. Give us all the love. Yep. Stars, reviews. And we'll see you next week. Bye guys. Peace out. <laughs>